Welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. So welcome back to the Beautiful Souls podcast, everyone. And I'm extremely excited to have you all here today because we have an amazing guest who I know that you're just going to froth over. Today, I'm going to be chatting with Mahima. And Mahima is Europe's number one self-mastery mentor, mindset, and trainer. She's an international best-selling author and award-winning speaker and the founder of the Mahima Mindset. Mahima was born and raised in Zimbabwe, but she spent her whole adult life traveling around the world, teaching her unique brand of the mindful leadership. Since 1997, Mahina and her team have developed a world-class personal growth academy, which has evolved into what is today known as the Mahima Mindset. The Mahima Mindset helps people find and live their highest life's purpose. And oh my goodness, Mahima, we are on the same page, girlfriend. I am so excited to have you here. And Mahima was telling me <laughs> that she's like the, the one name queen. She's the Oprah. She's the Beyonce. She's Prince. It is Mahima. So welcome Mahima to this podcast. I'm so excited to have you here today. Thank you so much, Daniela. It's such a joy, such a joy to be here in your amazing tribe that I know has mm. been um, uh, a labor of love creating mm -hmm. this podcast so that people can empower themselves. And I just love being a part of conversations that make us grow, that make Make us uh, transform, expand, and and just become richer in our inner essence, so that we can create more abundance in the world. So thank you for doing what you do, and I'm excited 100%. to be here. Amazing, yes, thank you. And you're joining us from Switzerland, is that correct? Yes, today, yes. amazing. That is my home um, since the last 15 years or so. And um, before that, I was traveling around the world more openly, and uh, you know, doing doing uh, my work more traveling around right yeah so now i get the chance to have like this launch pad here in switzerland i've still been traveling around and did quite before the big c hit yeah okay? um the big c that we don't necessarily need to talk about yeah. Um, yeah we were traveling all over the world we were even in san francisco la we even did uh, an event in vegas and in um you know uh just like all, all different gorgeous cities and we had a lot of fun with it so yes it's an honor to to come from you it, come with uh, to you live from switzerland 
Yeah. And I think that's the beautiful thing about the internet and being able to connect with people all around the world in ways that we would have never connected before. And I know that, you know, you said you've been in Switzerland for the last 15 years, but you're originally from Zimbabwe. And I would love to hear how a girl from Zimbabwe, um, you know, takes this leap into you are really living, you know, the embodiment of your truth and what you're teaching. Like you're living in your highest reality, you're living in your highest soul's purpose. But I would love to go back if you don't mind sharing with us and um, just how you got into this and what was it like in your childhood and what brought you to this place where you have this soul's drive to travel the world and help people um, achieve their highest soul's purpose through manifestation and mindset and meditation and all of that. Wow, it's such a long story. I know I look young, but I just turned 50 this year. What? You're kidding. You look amazing. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Um, So, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's very complex and many little decisions that happened. Mm. But I guess I'll talk about the the pivot, right? The the pivotal moment. Um, You know, and I I sometimes tell this story uh, where my ex-husband and I were having this 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 intense embarrassing argument in his office yeah mm-hmm. he had this beautiful office like 20 stories high overlooking the city of you know Harare um, mm-hmm. I was dressed up looking glamorous looking beautiful and you know and had come to visit him for lunch and you know all of my trauma, confusion, pain that I didn't even know I had was was coming out as this sort of ugliness that could just erupt mm-hmm. at any moment, right? And I don't know whatever he said to me in, in this moment. And I, I got really angry and started like, you know, arguing with him and he started arguing with me and we both became very ugly in that moment and I'm pretty sure anyone who's listening to this have had moments in your life where mm-hmm. you really just you know this this the shadow aspect of ourselves mm-hmm. the, the the part that we embarrassed for ourselves for you know that just erupts and comes out right mm-hmm. so 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 that happened in his office and 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 as we were having this argument he then he then pushed me back because I was so much in his face he pushed me back on the couch and he he ran out of the office yeah. And then I, in my manic state to continue arguing, sort of ran after him. And But as I came out of his office, which was private, we entered into the office where there were a bunch of other people, right, like 20 other working workers who stopped everything they were doing and was just staring at me in mm-hmm. clear disgust. But I was in so much rage that I barely took a moment to take that in and just sort of mm. continued running after my, you know, husband as he got into the elevator. I kind of reached the elevator seconds later and the doors closed. Mm. I grabbed the next elevator, went down. I saw him jumping in his car. I jumped into my car and then we were having a wild chase. Yeah, like in the movies. OK, I was, <laughs> I was in a blind rage just trying to mm. catch up with him. Because whatever he'd done or said and that, and I was out of control. And I was, we were going through red traffic lights, right? Taking sharp right turns and shit, very dangerous. And finally we got into the neighborhood where we lived, which was like this picturesque place with beautiful jacaranda trees. And, you know, <laughs> kids were 
playing in you know in the gardens and 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 wheels were screeching like in a hollywood drama and 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 suddenly i lost control of the car daniela i lost control of the car and the car started spinning spinning out of control and everything stopped and went into slow motion mm-hmm. and suddenly i saw this big tree just coming at me and the car heading towards the tree and i really felt like this is it this may be the moment that this is all over and so all that happened in kind of seconds and i, I just suddenly slammed the brakes on and one centimeter or millimeter before the tree the car stopped wow. and my heart was just silent it was dead silent and in that moment i just knew my life had to change like mm. i didn't know how i had no clue how i was going to change it but it was just a deep reckoning with your own you know shadows and demons and just like mm. i cannot continue like this mm. so that decision led me to fly to miami where you know a longer story happens but i met this guy who knew about an ashram in india but mm. he didn't tell me about the ashram in india at that point um so when i flew back home i was planning to get divorced from my husband um but we didn't get divorced we got back together again the toxicity started up again but eventually after about 3 or 4 months after that we finally parted yes mm. and we got a divorce and then i found myself in this ashram in india mm. yeah i wasn't seeking i was not a seeker i didn't go to india like hey let me go enlighten myself let me go and find myself i've already read deepak chopra i've already got some ideas about all of the spiritual stuff we talk- this was in the early 90s yes mm. i was 22 years old you know meditation eastern philosophy didn't get to zimbabwe wasn't even something yeah. in the radar so it's so random that i went to india with 22 mm. years old i'm i'm sitting there in my first ever meditation and you know like the 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 hall is full of people you know from all over the world this guru had passed away the screen came down and he was dead they were just watching him on a video screen i thought these people are crazy they danced was this the pasana did you do the pasana no, no. that was a different no, one. It, okay you know it was another ashram it was another okay. ashram and 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 they the, these people were singing and dancing and 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 celebrating and meditating and and i had no clue what they were doing <laughs> yeah i was just like these people are nuts and i'm nuts being here what is going on the the screen came down the guru started speaking i immediately had the the the, the back of my hair neck the hair stood up and everything he said went straight into my heart mm. everything he said just it was like somebody was speaking a language that i didn't know i was hungry for that i didn't know i was thirsty for that i didn't even know i needed i'd never mm. heard anything like this i'd never experienced anything like this being with all of these people from all walks of life all nationalities you know a zimbabwe comes from an apartheid place right mm-hmm. segregation separation white people and black people hating up on each other that's what i was brought up in 
right? I was brought up um, as a Roman Catholic, right? Mm. Um, and there we used to speak Latin, uh, you know, sing Latin hymns. And I was very disconnected from that. And I felt a lot of fear inside of me. Um, you know, I'd been, I'd been physically, mentally and emotionally abused as a young child in Zimbabwe mm. on top of the culture that had gone on there. Right. Mm. Um, of the, so, so, so of course my marriage didn't work. I was a hot, mm. can I say the word fucking mess? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was a hot fucking mess, Daniela. So there's no way I could be with anybody you know, mm. um, I couldn't even be with myself. Mm. I, I hated myself. I, you know, I, I hated on myself every day. The voice in my head just judged me all the time. I was, I was stunningly beautiful. I was like half of the weight I am now. Okay. <laughs> and you I look beautiful now. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. But I still wasn't thin enough. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, I had to leave school at 16 because of the abuse and stuff that was going on, even though I loved school. So I didn't feel smart enough, even though, mm -hmm. you know, I was super smart and was doing very well at school. Mm -hmm. um, so I was just constantly in negative self-talk. I had negative belief systems around money, sex, um, you know, every topic of importance, mm -hmm. right? Um, so I was literally, and I didn't know any of this. I didn't know that I was a mess. I didn't know mm -hmm. I had massive problems that needed to be sorted out internally before I could get any kind of external shift. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's where it started. That's where my enlightenment happened. When I discovered what I call to people an inner peace, a love and a joy that's not dependent on outside circumstances, events, or people. Mm. I'm just going to repeat that because that's for me the most powerful thing that I've learned and the most powerful thing I have to share with anyone. An inner peace, a love, and a joy that's not dependent on outside circumstances, events, or people, right? So that was a revelation for me. Like, what? What is this guy even, what is the inner peace, love and joy that doesn't depend on someone loving me, that doesn't depend on my money situation, that doesn't depend on my relationships being nice, that doesn't depend on anything other than connecting to my true self and my true essence. So that's where this all changed for me, having that experience of knowing my soul, knowing mm. being instead of doing knowing uh, being instead of wanting, desiring, feeling inadequate, feeling whole and complete. So as I continued to nurture this relationship with my inner self, I started to be able to create and change my external life. But it started with the willingness to learn what I call the soul's purpose, which mm -hmm. is just to find your way back home where you feel comfortable in your skin, where you feel you love, respect, and honor yourself in your wholeness, in not, in not meaning I'm perfect. Look at me. I'm so beautiful and perfect, but you love yourself in your imperfections. You love mm -hmm. yourself when you don't do what you're supposed to do. You love yourself when you react, not in the way that you want to react, but on the same token, you love your brilliance. You love your gifts. You love mm. um, your laughter. You love you love yourself, literally, you know, mm. and your beauty. So you love your shadow, 
but you also mm. own your beauty. So mm. that self-love journey is what led me to be able to create the life that I've created today. Just the willingness to spend, I spent five years in India in my first, like, 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 well, I, and I call that was my education that I didn't have in the school education. Yeah, mm -hmm. while people were studying to be doctors, while people were studying to be nurses, while people were taking, you know, master's degrees, I stayed and learned the power of loving myself so that mm -hmm. I could create beauty in my life and start transforming some of the negative emotions, belief systems and things that, you know, that had sort of uh, that, that the traumas that, that I was carrying mm -hmm. around with me from from things that had happened to me in the past. Mm, what a powerful story. And, you know, talk about divine intervention, you stopping, you know, a millimeter before the tree um, yes. hit your car. And it's, yes. it's incredible to hear. And I love speaking to people around the world, because I feel like in so many ways, we all have our own moments of divine intervention with, you know, all of a sudden we're like, whoa, something needs to change. Something needs to shift. Um, and if you were, you know, and, and you speak with people all around the world, but how does someone start that? How does someone start that journey? Because, you know, when we're at the beginning of it, it can feel like such a big mountain to climb. You have all these inner demons, you have all these inner fears, you know, the negative self-talk, negative beliefs about yourself. And, you know, I resonate so much because that was part of my own journey as well. And how do you encourage people to just start this journey of improving themselves, of loving themselves? Because it can seem really daunting at first. Yes. My, I've, I've got one great message for everyone who wants to do anything that they haven't yet been able to done to do yet is find someone who's done it and take their advice. Mm. It's that simple. Find mm -hmm. like I'm not here because I figured it out by myself. I'm not here because I could see my own, own blind spots. I could coach myself. I could guide myself into the light. No, I'm here because I met someone who was in the light and helped me see my own light. And through mm -hmm. my willingness to, to, to listen and to learn and to be humble and to, 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 to say, I honor those that have gone ahead of me. And that's, I also want to go over there. So let someone guide the way for you. Right. There's certain things where you have to build your own path anyway. Mm -hmm. I was building my own path within the path of being guided by someone. I was doing my own individual journey. So that's okay to have that like, you know, this is my journey. Y yes. Mm -hmm. But I don't need to make mistakes and suffer over 20 years when I can let someone else help me and do the same what I could do in 20 years in five years. Right. Mm, I, you know, mm -hmm. I don't I don't have a big ego where I need to say I need to make my own mistakes. Like, no, if there's someone who's made mistakes and can tell me precisely, don't do it like this. It doesn't work. I'm mm -hmm. happy to go. Thank you. Do you, you know? So what does work? Try this. This is my system. Mm -hmm. This is my strategy mm -hmm. for success. So I'm all about if you need to conquer something, let's say if it's your personal growth. Yes. If you you know, feel like you're in a place, you're in a dark, a darker place or a not so nice place or a place where you want more or even just a place where you feel stuck. Yeah. You've mm. been, you've done great in the past, but now it just feels like, ah, uh, how do I get to my next level? So it doesn't have to be about being broken and being, you know, small. It can also be just, you know, you've already played a big game and now, ah, uh, how do you untap the next level? Because something mm. feels like more that it might be 
kind of like feeling like you're a little bit number, right? As opposed mm. to a time where you felt you were really conquering and thriving. So mm. I, so yeah, it's it's find someone who's done what you want to do, and be mm-hmm. willing to invest in yourself that they can teach you how to do it. That's the fast mm-hmm. track. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's so smart. true, right? Take we don't have to reinvent track. the wheel. You know, there's people no. that have walked the path before us that know exactly. and we can learn and, you know, use our own intuition, you know, once we start to develop that on what feels good from what we're learning that works for us. Exactly. Um, and I think it's so important and it's beautiful. Now we're living in the world where there are so many people out there like yourself and myself and so many more that are wanting to help and teach and make changes. And I think we're very much at a time of a big awakening. You know, I think the, mm-hmm. the past two years has been a big awakening for people. And I love what you said of, you know, really pointing out that having that internal peace, no matter what is going on externally. And I think that's been a really big, um, test for many people in the past year and a half, couple of years, because there's been a lot happening externally and it's super powerful to realize that no matter what's happening out here and you can still find your joy, no matter if things are taken away from you, you can still find your joy. You can still find your peace. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's such an empowering place to get to in life. You know, when you start to realize that nothing outside of me can affect me, I can, I can change my life from within. I don't need to have these external things anymore because I, I think, um, you know, the pandemic was a big wake up call for everyone. You know, there, I think a lot of people were on the treadmill of life and the external things, you know, getting the the newest car, the next job, the pay raise, the vacation. And it made everyone really pause and be still. Um, and, you know, that's what I've noticed with lots of people that I've been working with around the world. It was a big wake up call in a good way for all of us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And in the you so just to go back you spent five years in India and then how did you kind of what led you to the path that you're doing now I'm sure you had the sense of awakening and you're wanting to um, help people and you know I, I know that we have the same obviously understanding and beliefs of manifestation how did you start to implement that in your life to get to this place where you know you've spoken on stages at Mind Valley um, and with Vishen Lakhiani and Marissa Peer like all these people these amazing people like yourself um, how did you start to implement manifestation in your life beyond your your te- your five years in India okay I would say that um it starts with the willingness to listen, to mm-hmm. listen to what I call the heart. And the heart is the voice of your soul. And I'm, I'm not attached to the word soul. So, you know, if you feel like there's a better word for you, hey, mm-hmm. not, you know, use it. Okay. But mm-hmm. for me, soul is the part of you that came into this world as with nothing and is going to leave with nothing. So you can't take anything from this world with you, right? Mm. You, 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 you know, you, you, you can't like take your friends or your money or, or, or your job. And we put so much stress and anxiety into these things. Now, imagine if you could live this time that you have between birth and death without being stressed about what really, is it that significant, right? I think we're here for the experience. We're here for the experience of being alive, 
the experience of breathing, of, of moving, of listening, of, of vibing, of connecting, of loving, of, of giving, of receiving, of, 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 of creating. And so when we get out of the doing in order to fulfill the emptiness, you know, we can move into this place where we start to be able to experience life in what I call like technicolor. It feels so much more alive and vibrant and beautiful. So as we learn to listen to the voice of the soul, it will guide us to our best life, our best self. So my soul said to me at some point, Mahima, listen, you, you need to be an entrepreneur. You need mm -hmm. to be an entrepreneur because freedom is one of your highest values like if you think about what is the most important thing mm. to you i came up with freedom i mean emotional freedom i mean sexual freedom i mean all like financial freedom mm. um mind freedom freedom to do what i feel now when i say sexual freedom some people might start getting weird images in their head okay <laughs> we could i could do a whole talk just on that Okay, yeah. but you have to understand, I came from a repressed environment mm -hmm. sexually. Yeah, I came mm -hmm. from a place where I was so constricted that I actually didn't feel I had to heal myself sexually. Yeah, mm -hmm. to get to a place where my body could do what it's meant to do, which is feel multi-orgasmic and feel mm -hmm. comfortable with my sexuality. I had to work on that. It wasn't just mm -hmm. a given. Right. Because of all mm -hmm. the stuff that had been piled upon my consciousness from mm -hmm. abuse, from religion, from all of the things that I feel have have stopped and blocked me. Right. Mm -hmm. So freedom being my highest value, I downloaded Mahima. You need to be free. You need to find a way to be free no job, no going back to Zimbabwe, finding a job like all of your family's telling you to do. Yeah, I, I'd got some money from the divorce with my first husband that I told you about. He, you know, mm -hmm. so I had some money. It wasn't, it wasn't, there wasn't an urgency to have to think about my financial world, life. My family were obsessed with the, they were so angry that I was spending that money on being in India and traveling around the world. And I felt like this was the best investment that I could make because I was learning how to I was learning how to create and manifest my own reality, mm -hmm. right? So mm -hmm. for me, I was like, I decided to be an entrepreneur. As soon as I made that decision, I met this girl. My first entrepreneurial project was making yoga clothes. Yeah, because I was into fashion. I used to be yeah. a model. I loved, I, I used to work in a shop helping with designing the, the collection. And, you know, and so that was like made sense to me, like go down the fashion path, right? So we designed these yoga clothes and we tried to sell them in Canada. And that was my first entrepreneur steps, you know. Yeah. And, and so, you know, I feel like, I mean, I teach people like if, if you keep on just asking yourself, what lights up my soul? Mm -hmm. What I love doing and give yourself permission to trust that you get more of what you focus on. Your focus mm -hmm. is like a superpower, right? So if you decide to focus on, you know, getting your degree and working down that path and you will manifest in that direction, right? Yeah. If you decide I want to be an entrepreneur and I'm going to, you know, doors will start opening. Things will start happening. You'll start meeting people. You don't have the pathway. I didn't have the clear pathway. I just had the dream and, and, mm -hmm. the, and the vibrational frequency of freedom 
Yes. Mm. And, and, and freedom for me meant entrepreneurship, right? Mm. Because, and, and I was just, um, you know, uh, speaking to another lady today where I felt like when you listen to your heart, there's an expansion, there's an excitement, like, oh, entrepreneurship. Oh, yes. Nine to five job. Ah, no. Uh-huh. <laughs> but fear comes in. The nine to five job is known. It's a safe known place. You've done that. You've been down that road, right? So what will happen is the the ego, what I call the ego mind, yeah, will shut that down. Will shut that voice down. No, you can't. You don't know how to be an entrepreneur. You left mm-hmm. school at sixteen. You, you're gonna fail. Mm-hmm. Why don't you go back to what you know? Get a job. Do the thing, right? Mm-hmm. So the mindset training, and that's where you need a coach. And a mentor who can keep, keep who can keep you connected to your soul, keep you connected to your joy, yeah. So you can follow mm-hmm. your bliss, which is no, I shrivel when I think of this path. I reduce, and I want to feel expansion and joy and opening. Yes, I feel fear as well, but that's part of the journey. You know, there's mm-hmm. fear on both paths. There's fear of going into the you know nine to five and being locked in a prison of something you don't like. And there's fear of, you know, going down a path you don't know and failing. So there's fear mm-hmm. anyway, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Might as told, well follow yeah. the path that lights up your joy, right? 100%. And, and face fear because it, it's on both paths. You can't avoid it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's I resonate with that so much. I was at a space um, eight, seven, eight years ago where I had the opportunity to have a very, 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 very small chance of getting to the Olympic Games or mm-hmm. living a regular life. And even though it was like unbelievably impossible, I decided to take this big leap. And I, in, in doing that, you realize there's fear either way. There's fear of failure. There's fear of always wondering what if, and how do I want to live? I was like, well, I better, like, I'm, I'm going to go here and maybe I'll fail, but at least I'll try. And it's like amazing to see what happens. I truly believe that leaning to, into the energy of fear and having courage is, is expansive, right? Like if you're leaning into aligned fear of like, this is a fuck yes in my body and my soul, and it, but it's scary. And you move in that direction. Like I've seen it in my life in so many people's lives and my clients' lives, like your life expands, right? Because yeah. it's like the universe is almost a little bit like, okay, like I'm just going to test you. I'm not going to give it to you like too easily. Are you ready to level up? We're just going to make it yeah. a little bit scary. And once you get there, it's going to big expand and things will flow into your life. And it's beautiful to say it's, I love having conversations with, with people like yourself when you realize so many things are, have similar frequency of the way that we see and understand the world, even though different life experiences, different sides of the world. Um, and it's so beautiful to see that. And I love exactly. that, you know, you went down the entrepreneur path, you know, and you did that in the nineties, the right. Then that's a lot. I feel like a lot harder than doing it now when we have the internet yes, and social media and YouTube, you can YouTube and Google everything, <laughs> you know, yes, absolutely. absolutely. Would have been, been a lot more challenging and having had that, having had that experience and being in this path for, you know, 30, 30 or so years, what would you say to people? You know, I have a lot of um, women that I work with that, you know, they're wanting to go down this life, like this life mission. Like I have this calling to do something differently. I don't want to do the nine to five job, but I'm scared. And I'm scared of what my family will say. A lot of people say that I'm scared. And you, you said that as well. Like I'm scared of what my family will think. What what do you say to those people? Well, my family were not approving. Okay. At all. I went from 
you know, mad woman to genius once, you know, I started living the dream that everyone was like, she's here, she's in New York, now she's in Canada, now she's here, she, like what? You know, when I started like manifesting all of this, then suddenly I was like, well, maybe she really knows what she's doing, right? Um, yeah, what would I say to people that are struggling with what people are going to think about them? Well, that's the thing. Once you start, it's okay. I ha I've had tribes with, you know, I believe in being together with like-minded people, right? Mm -hmm. So it's not just the teacher who knows the wisdom and knowledge. That's great. And that's wonderful. But you also need that, you know, because you can't be with your teacher, you know, 24-7, right? You can mm -hmm. spend two hours with them and then you, you know, kind of, <laughs> or three or whatever it is, right? But then you have to figure your stuff yeah. out. So to surround yourself with other people that are in the learnings, in the teachings, in that uh, communal space of, of up-leveling themselves, that is needed. You need mm. that anchor. You need that tribe. You need other people that are, like it's, it's like school, like, you know, it's nice to go to school and be with other friends and you're learning together and you're vibing together. You know, if you, if you liked school, like I did, I loved going to school. Right. Now imagine you can't go to school and you just have to stay at home by yourself learning all day long. You know, it's not mm -hmm. going to be very fun. Right. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you need to find a teacher with a great community around them. Mm -hmm. Yes. That, that really does help to, 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 to help you develop your voice. Um, mm -hmm. Our tribe, yeah, um, you know, when people join, it's like they're so happy and grateful that as they're learning this new language, it's a new language, you know, like you speak Italian, you speak French, you speak the language of love, yeah, mm -hmm. you speak the language of humanity. And when you're mm -hmm. with other people that are speaking the same language, you start to be able to practice that language and it starts to feel more and more natural. You know how when you learn a language, you're like, um, you're like embarrassed to use it. You don't want to look stupid. You kind of feel a bit awkward, right? Yeah. But if you're yeah. with other people that are in the same thing where, you know, they all don't speak the language really. And then you start trying to speak Italian together, you laugh and you have more fun, right? Yeah. So that's what you kind of need. You need a community of people. So as you're growing and expanding, they will reflect back to you that it's safe. Yeah. And mm. what's important is to have a community where people are thriving so that you see that this is working. You see that you see someone that came in maybe at the same time as you into the process mm. and they were like, you know, they, they, they weren't having a good relationship with their family. They, 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 they didn't want in the job that they love. They start doing this inner work. They start meditating. They start asking themselves powerful questions. They start centering and growing. They start changing their vibrational frequency, doing the internal work. And boom, they start manifesting jobs, mm. you know, new opportunities are just coming in. We have mm -hmm. students that have manifested within, like one student, within one month of working with us, she manifested her, uh, what she called her dream job. There's obviously more room for expanding and improving, but she said this was a dream job with 37% more salary. Wow. You know, like magical things, like how does that yeah. even happen, right? Yeah. Um, so, so, so suddenly there, there were families where they were just fighting, fighting, fighting. They couldn't stop fighting. They came on our program, started doing the internal work. Their family wasn't even doing the work. 
suddenly they can go to their family with more compassion, with more kindness, with more love, with less, you know, and suddenly they start developing the relationship. Suddenly they're hugging their mom for the first time in years and laughing with her. And, and it's like, oh my God, this is a miracle. Now, when you're around that type of tribe where you see miracles happening, mm. it, it makes you believe that mm. if others can have miracles, you can create miracles. Right. Mm -hmm. So that's what I would say. I would say find a teacher who can teach you the stuff you don't know about the inner mm -hmm. work. You know, try to see if you can be integrated into a tribe around that teacher so that you can get that feedback loop of yeah, we're in this and it's working. Right. Uh, and then at one point you won't care what your family thinks. Because mm -hmm. you will be happier. You'll be like, I'm so much happier. I, I was I was almost, you know, having a breakdown. I was almost, you know, I was completely disconnected to myself. Now I'm, I feel peace. I feel love. I don't give a fuck when anyone thinks this is fantastic. Mm. <laughs> yes, so true. That's and I think... And then, and sometimes as well, I see that like the family will shift their beliefs their the, because it's like, oh, they see you happy or the friends. It's like, oh, I see you happy. I see you thriving. Like what Kool-Aid are you drinking? How can I get there too? Right. Cause we start to see that, um, in them. And I think community is so important because it's like, you know, that quote of you become the five people you spend the most time with. And it's you, you take up that energy and that vibration. You step into that version of yourself as well. And it's really such a great reminder to surround ourselves with those people that support our dreams and support our vision. 100%. And um, yeah, it sounds like you have a really beautiful community that you've cultivated as well with everyone that you work with. And I'd love to hear a little bit about the Mahima mindset, like, cause you have the Mahima mindset, like, what is that? What, what like process do you take people through in the Mahima mindset? It is a seven step formula. So we have our mm -hmm. seven step formula, which I can share here, right? It's a simple formula, but mm -hmm. it's the GPS to what I call a PhD in self mastery. Yeah. Mm -hmm. PhD in self mastery. So, um, the seven points of the formula, I can, I can go through them and kind of explain, um, what, it, what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and, and so people, what people, you know, we'll do is they'll, they'll come on our campus and, you know, they'll, they'll start, you know, using this formula. We'll attack all the different parts of this formula and it's our award-winning formula. Um, mm. sounds simple when I explain it because it is, mm. but how easy is it to be in the power of the now to mm. not worry about what has happened, to not be in the trauma of what has happened, to not be in the past and feeling negativity about the past, to not be in the fear about the future, to not be going, oh, what's going to happen? Oh, am I going to, you know, like to not, to be here and now, to be able to wake up and say yes to life, to say, yes, I feel, I feel good because of who I am inside. I can close my eyes and feel peace in this moment and feel mm. grateful and abundant with everything I have, right? So that is not simple. But this formula allows you mm. to work on that mm -hmm. consistently. It's a simple mm -hmm. formula, but it's about applying it so that it creates that as a result. Mm -hmm. Yes, which is where you feel you're living from a place of abundance instead of a place of lack, to mm. put it in the more simple terms. You're able to take your focus away from negativity and focus more on positivity. Right. And what does that mean? Like when I started this journey, my focus on, on 
positivity was 20% of the time and 80% of the time I was in negative focus, like what mm. I didn't like about myself, what I didn't like about the world, what I judged about everything. Now that's flipped around. I spend 80% of my time in positive gratitude, focusing on the good things of my life, of myself, of my health and all of that. And 20%, yes, I have, I cry, I feel, you know, I blame, mm. I accuse, I, I, whatever, I act up and I'm, you know, not yeah. perfect. We all have our days. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. But yeah. it's the 80-20. It's like, don't look for 100%. You're just going to get yourself into trouble, right? So the mm. formula. The first step is self-love. Self-love. Mm. Um, and it sounds easy, but let's say <laughs> it does. Yeah, right? it takes time. <laughs> if you didn't do any other part of this formula, your life would completely and utterly change. I see so much depth in the word self that I didn't know about before I started becoming, you know, kind of like a, a soul doctor. Okay. Mm. Self for me meant I, I, me, Mahima. Yeah. Mahima, the girl, mm -hmm. Mahima, the, the, the black woman, Mahima, mm -hmm. the, the, the Christian, Mahima, the, the, um, 16 year old that left home, Mahima, mm -hmm. the, you know, everything was attached to my name, my mm -hmm. form, my body, but discovering self as nameless, formless. Yeah. That's where we get into like this deeper understanding of, you know, manifestation is the mm. ability to become that which you deserve, that you bring in because your energetic mm. frequency vibrates, you know, a frequency of abundance. Right. Mm. So self love to love yourself is to know yourself. And we are like, you know, layers in a cake. Right. Mm. Um, and so there's not just the name. What is be who are you beyond your name? And now we're going deep, people. We are going deep, right? Mm. <laughs> but that's where I love to take people. Like mm. if you strip away your name, you take away your body, you take away your story. Is there more to you? Mm. Right? And there in that place, when you can answer that question or rather experience, because I think it's really more about experiencing than you know, mentally internalizing, trying to understand okay. something. So what we'll do is people will come on our campus and we will allow them to experience stillness, to experience inner peace. And through that, they experience um, being, what we call being, yeah? And that is being yourself in your most natural mm. where you don't feel like you have to do anything, where you don't feel like you're not doing anything, where there's no restlessness, there's no fear, there is no um, need to protect. There's no need to hide. There's just pure you in your most essence. And we all know this. Yeah, people drift in and out of this level of consciousness. You know, think mm -hmm. about on a, on a beautiful day when you're walking on the beach. Yeah. And you've got no worries in the world. Right. And it's just you're in that moment and everything just feels amazing. The ocean sound, the wind is kissing your face. It's just life is just perfectly beautiful. Now imagine being consciously able to get to that state of consciousness. That is the art of working on yourself, right? Mm. To be able to find your way back home through your breath, through your ability to love yourself enough to give space for the self, yourself, mm. right? So self-love, that's a deep journey about re, re, uh, you know, like re-establishing how you perceive yourself. 
Mm-hmm. Yes, most of us see ourselves in a small and narrow-minded way. Totally. When we are this brilliance, mm-hmm. this, this, this—we're so magnificent that we can't even mentally understand it. Yeah, but mm-hmm. when you experience it, that's when that shifts into ah. Oh, now I understand, right? And now mm. I understand what I'm capable of, right? So, so that's the self-love part. Then we take people to 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 um, find out what is your genius. I call it your genius, right? Mm. What is the talent through which you want to pour all of this beauty that you've now found inside of yourself, right? This this beautiful soul that moves through you and wants to express itself. What do you want to do with it in the world so that your time spent on planet Earth feels of value mm. right so instead of just doing stuff stuff without any passion or without being elevated or lifted up when you do this type of work with us we allow you to stop understanding you get to choose what you do every day you can make money from your passion you can because someone else is doing it mm-hmm. the only reason you think you can't do it is because of limiting beliefs we change those limiting beliefs and then we change your feelings, and then we change your actions, right? Mm. So it all starts to go in that core place. How did a girl with 16 years old build a, you know, a multi-million dollar business that goes around the world, you know, inspiring people to to, to, to transform themselves, right? Mm. Because I was able to change in a very core level my belief systems, yeah? I didn't believe I can't, you know, do something greater because I don't have the education. I followed what I was good at and allowed myself mm. to become masterful at what inspired me. Right. Mm. So, th- but I had to change my negative belief systems in order to be able to stay in radical action on my true path. So, your mm-hmm. genius is the gift. I believe it's your money maker as well. Your genius, because we're mm. living in a time um, where most of us we need to make money. Mm-hmm. We need to. We don't. We didn't just have it like handed to us. A lot of us are not going to choose to go in the forest and live off the land and just travel around, which is a way yeah. to live. But most of yeah. us are not going to choose that path because you know it's a challenging path, and we're not all made for wandering mm-hmm. around without money, right? It's possible mm-hmm. to do, but most of us are going to live in houses with electricity, with water, with bills, with things that need our attention financially right mm-hmm. so i say figure out what your genius is what your you know your talent is and 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 allow that to become your money maker right mm-hmm. um and you know daniel when i say like when i have my genius is facilitating transformation yeah that's my mm-hmm. genius that's my talent now let's say my husband left me still got my genius let's mm-hmm. say my company would go bankrupt Still got my genius. Yeah. Um, whatever. Anything. I, this is intellectual. Prop, this is me. I've ma- mm-hmm. mastered this over years and years and years. No one can take that away from you. So you mm-hmm. can rebuild a company. You can build new relationships when you have that confidence that there is something that you're good at in life. Mm-hmm. Yes. And no one can take mm-hmm. that away from you because you've worked blood, sweat and tears to become good at that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So find your genius. Find the thing mm-hmm. that you can keep giving you the fuel. You can return back to that thing again and again and again and keep going. And if you see people that have survived, that's how they did it. They mm-hmm. failed and got back up with their genius and kept on going. Right. Mm-hmm. So that's the genius. And then the third thing is find something 
a mission. We call it your mission. Find something to do with your talent that's not just about you. Yeah, because mm-hmm. if it's all me, 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 my genius, look at me, look at me. Mm-hmm. We see people like this in the world all the time. I believe some of the biggest stars on the planet have crashed and burnt because perhaps their mission wasn't as powerful as it needed to be. Because mm-hmm. I find when you step out of your ego and you have a powerful mission, my mission is to empower people to be peaceful, powerful, and joyful in the now. That is what allows me to put aside my ego every day and just step into a bigger version of myself when I think about, you know, the people that need this message in the world, right? Mm. So, and that's what gives my genius more fun when I can do something meaningful and of service with it. So it's not about me anymore. Now this is about what I can do to facilitate more beauty in the world. So find a mission that can get you out of bed Get you out of Mm. your stories. Get you out of your me, 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 me story, right? And start serving because it's just the most wonderful gift you can give yourself. Mm. So that's your mission. That's the third part of the formula. Then um, fear, transcend fear. We Mm. work with people to let the fear away so that they can step into their purpose, you know, of being mm-hmm. a better human being so that they can step into, this is my genius. Fuck it. Yes, I've been down this path. I've been working <laughs> as an accountant for 25 years. Twenty, But what I really want to do is take people hiking in the mountains. Okay. And that's what I really want to do because that's where my passion lies. And I'm going to get this fear out of the way so that I can focus on what I want and give myself mm. permission to pivot into a new me. And that new me might need to let go of things that no longer serve me. This job doesn't serve me. I, I know, you know, it has served me up to now, but it's time to let it go. It's very scary. It's very scary to yeah. have to let go of old and embrace mm-hmm. new. So we work with people on that, right? So then we have, what's the next part of the formula? So there's the, the upgrade of relationships is the fifth step in the formula, mm-hmm. right? Who you hang out with matters. They will either drag you down or lift you and elevate you. So we need to work on those relationships. I call it upgrading the relationships. We need to literally start letting go of toxicity and letting in relationships that elevate, right? Mm. So that's it. Then we have, um, then the sixth part of the formula is creating a vision, vision creation. Now, this is important because even though you're manifesting, you go with the flow, it's very important to have something bigger that's calling you forward, right? So I can tell you that I didn't have that and up till my 40th birthday. I had a rough idea about how I wanted to, and I, and I pretty much manifested everything what I could imagine. Mm. But because I didn't imagine big enough, I reached my 40th and I was very disappointed in myself. Yeah, and that made me understand that vision creation is very important. That means like I I hadn't written my book, my international best-selling book before my Mm -hmm. 14th birthday. I hadn't created my company, right, Um, which started out as Love Silence and then pivoted into the Mahima mindset. I hadn't created that. You know, um, I, 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 I didn't have this, you know, like real picture of me sort of being an international speaker standing on stages with Sir Richard Branson and, you know, all these people. So if you have a bigger vision where you can put details, graphic details in there, like I want to share the stage with Sir Richard Branson. I want to, Mm -hmm. you know, um, build a seven figure business. I I didn't have any of this in my head. Mm -hmm. So therefore I didn't create it. 
Mm. So I think so. We help people create big games that so mm. that can excite them, right? So think bigger, like put away the blocks and and have a big vision that that mm. that. It, and maybe you don't want to be that person that shares the stage with Sir Richard Branson. Maybe your big vision is to clean up your neighborhood, you know, of yeah. of, of 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 you know negativity or poverty or you know of whatever. So. It's your big vision, but it needs to be something that stretches you and it needs to be detailed. There needs mm. to be detailed. Just be, I want to feel more happy. I want to have more confidence. Yeah. I'm sorry, how is that going to show up? You know, what exactly does that look like? So we create a, a, a detailed, tangible, bigger game. Yes, mm -hmm. with, with, you know, so that's the seven, uh, sixth step. And the last step of the formula, of the seventh step, um, own your superstar formula is abundance. Yeah, how to how to live in abundance every day, so you're not mm. waiting for your you know financial situation to improve itself before you feel abundant. So you're not waiting for your relationships to sparkle and pop before you feel abundant, right? So that's a, the abundant mindset is the manifestation mindset ultimately. Mm. Yeah, it's what mm. allowed me to take very little resources and create, create, create. Yeah, and make this kind of snowball effect in my life that created all of this amazing stuff that I have. It's because I'm able to shift my focus away from negativity into positivity, which is what is good in my life right now? And feel mm. this deep, like DNA level of gratitude and contentment for life as it is right now. This mm. power of now is what abundance is for me. It's the ability mm. to say... I don't even know if I'm going to be around tomorrow. I honestly hold that that truth. It is not a story. It is not something said to make people feel afraid. It is just the truth. You, we do mm. not know how much time we have. So what do you want to do with this precious moment right now? Mm. I know that I want to spend it doing something meaningful with each precious moment. Yes? Mm. So that's abundance for me. So that's our seven-step formula. That's what we take people through if they come and work on our campus. Simple, I love but that. powerful. <laughs> yeah, that's really powerful. I was just going to, I was writing that down for people that are listening. So it's self-love, genius, mission, fear, upgrading relationships, creating a vision and abundance, which is beautiful. Yes. And I yeah. love what you said at the end, because I often, I ask myself this, this question is, if I were to die tomorrow, would I be happy with how I live today? And then would I be happy with what I have done in my life up until today? And it doesn't necessarily mean you need to have accomplished things, but just have been on the, the mission of truth for you. What in living in your true authentic version of yourself, living in what feels good for you. And it's really beautiful to be able to ask yourself that question and say, yeah, I would actually be really proud of myself if I was to pass tomorrow of who I was today and who I've been up until this point. And I hope for everyone to get to that space, you know, because I think that's, it's such a, um, beautiful reminder is, um, death gives us meaning in life. You know, I heard that recently and it really sat with me. It's like life wouldn't be as meaningful if we had lived forever. It is meaningful because we have a limited time here to live on this planet, to do what we are meant to do. And I'm so grateful that there's people like yourself out there, you know, that are helping people step into that truth for them. Because I, I truly believe it's through each of us, shining our own light within ourselves in our own realms of the world is how we 
shift this planet, how we start to make shifts in this world. It's not by going out there and, and doing it for everyone else, but it's by igniting it within, you know, and, and then from there and being in your genius, being in your joy, you start to make ripples energetically in this space. Um, and it's been such a pleasure to speak with you today, Mahima, and hear your life story and your, um, your opinions and your truths about everything and you're such a bright beautiful light and before we head off I just is there anything else that you would love to share with the listeners today um, any last tokens for them to take with them in their life well you just gave me goosebumps because um, I'm just so so happy that there are young people like you in the world today because it is like this didn't exist in my time yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm a bit of a sort of dinosaur in the space, right? But, but in, you know, like there's so many young people that are just getting this, right? This, 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 just this profound message of, of love, of humanity, mm. of let's get together and, and, and make something different. Yeah. Mm. Different than what has been. Maybe we don't know what it's going to look like, but we're willing to step out there, step out of our comfort zone and come together to explore. So, so mm-hmm. that, so that's really, that's really excites me a lot that, um, that, that, that I, I am meeting so many people like yourself in the space. And I know that you are very fortunate to have an amazing partner like I am as well. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. Lucas? Is it Lucas? Yes, Luca. Luca is my fiance. Yeah. Luca. yeah. So he exactly. works in this space as well. Yeah. I was listening to you guys podcast when you were, you know, um, podcasting from your bedroom. I thought, this oh yeah. Is cool. Thank These you. These are my type of people. Yes. <laughs> On the, in the bed. So and like, nice and comfy. Acoustics here. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure it's, also some other stuff that's good in there. Right? No, that was so much fun. That, that was such a great conversation that you guys were having. And, um, you know, I just I just love young people, um, you know, also men and women supporting each other in that conscious space. It is mm. it is it is just rare. And I think it's becoming less and less rare. But I want to see more of that in the world. I want to see more mm-hmm. people, uh, you know, in the revolution, what I call the love revolution. Right. I like, love that. Yeah, like how do we <laughs> love revolution? Exactly. How do we create more joy and togetherness, right? And it's about mm. understanding beyond the mind. That's really mm. the secret. You have to get out of your head and into your heart. Okay? Mm-hmm. This is mind learning where you go to school and they teach you all this stuff or you go to university and they teach you and then you have to memorize all the stuff and they test you, you know, and you have to do all these exams to kind of figure out, you know, and make sure and there's a lot of stress and tension involved because a lot of times people are not studying what they love, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're studying, it does help. It does help to be like passionate about what you're studying, right? Mm-hmm. Um to really feel like 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 to feel soulfully driven by what you, where you put your energy. So it's not, mm-hmm. let me just get a piece of paper so I can feel mm-hmm. good about myself. And look at me, I'm so educated because there's so many people that have that, my knowledge, but are, are, have a desert inside of their heart, emotionally coming apart, right? So, so look around people, we're not making this stuff up. You know, mm. if we don't change, 
you know, our ability to shift out of our head and live more from, from what I call the heart space where, where it's, you know, we learn to take charge of our emotions. We learn how to ground ourselves. We learn how to feel vibrationally elevated because it's your birthright. You came into this world as that pure heart energy. You see it when you have a baby in your arms, it's pure joy, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, I just want to encourage everybody listening to this to 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 know that there is so much inside of you um, that isn't of mind knowledge. It's soul mm. knowledge. And mm. try to find a way to learn as much as you can about that aspect of yourself. Yes, mm. because it is what's going to remove the feeling of loneliness and separation from others, right? And if you're wondering, how do I do this? How do I do this, Mahima? Well, guess what? We're about to drop something awesome. Yeah, um, I'm going to offer for free my 21-day meditation challenge, right? And if you listen to this, like, oh, I know meditation. I know meditation. I can't meditate. I'm like going to ask you, can you breathe? Then you can meditate. Can you love? Then you can meditate. Can you mm. listen? Then you can meditate. If you're human, you can meditate. <laughs> because mm -hmm. it is coming back to your birthright of love, of peace, of joy. And I make it easy for you. It's 10, 12, 13 maximum 14 minutes a day where mm. all you need to do is press play make time for it and nothing else the rest i will guide you i work with stillness because i believe that the soul our soul needs silence like like our body needs water like our mm. body needs food your soul needs silence so there's no music there is the opportunity to work with stillness and I'll just you'll hear my voice and it will be easy and we'll breathe together and we'll open together and we'll explore the inner world together so that's my 21 day challenge which I invite you to you know to enjoy and hopefully that's going to give you some some more expansion if you and this works whether you're an advanced meditator or you're just beginning it's mm. it's, it's 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 designed to hit the button for any person who loves the language of soul. Mm. So if you love soul language, That's give awesome. it a gift. And we'll have the link in the show notes. So if you guys are wanting to go and join Mahima's um, 21 day meditation challenge, you can go and click below um, and it will take you to signing up for that. And where else can people find you Mahima? Um, and what is your book called? If people are wanting to read your book as well. Great. Yes. Please go to Amazon and it's the rebels guide to inner peace. Yes, you oh, can like find that. it as The Rebel's Guide to Inner Peace. And you can also find, it's the same book, just uh, with a different uh, branding. And that is yep. um, The Inner Peace Formula. Beautiful. Yeah. The Inner Peace Formula. So go ahead and yeah, either look at that Rebel's Guide to Inner Peace or The Inner Peace Formula um, by Mahima. And you can find me on Instagram, Mahima Mindset. So just yep. my name. 
which is a mama with a high in between. So very <laughs> mama with a high in M A H I M A Mahima mindset on Instagram and the Mahima mindset on Facebook. Please like the Facebook page if you enjoy the meditation awesome. challenge. Maybe you can also give us a, a review there on Facebook. Amazing. I have one last question, Mahima. Does your name mean anything? Is there a meaning of Mahima? There actually is a name. My name, I had, it was a longer name. It was me, uh, Prem Mahima, which oh, I was okay. told was meant, meant majesty of love. Oh, so I, perfect. Yeah. Right? I was like, like what I a name. Even, I wasn't even to changing my name or using a different name. I was like, no, this, these people with the meditation and I'm in India and everyone's getting new names. I'm like, nah, that's not for me. Okay, but then I liked the ceremony. It was like they mm. do a ceremony and they, you know, introduce you to the tribe. That was cool. So I was like, I want to be a part of the ceremony. And they'll give me my name and I'll just look at it and throw it away. But when I saw Mahima, I was like, first of all, I want, being called Majesty without people even knowing it, that's pretty sexy. <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. <laughs> yes, that appealed to my little 20-year-old brain. I was like, people will be saying Mahima, and they'll be actually saying Majesty. So I was like, yeah, I'm into this. I'm going to get into this. <laughs> oh, that is perfect. And what a what a name to be anointed with on this planet. Thank so you. thank you so much for being here. It's been an absolute pleasure to have a chat with you. Um, and everyone go and listen to her meditation challenge and go and follow her on social media so you can get more of Mahima. Thank you so much for being here, Mahima. And I hope you and all the listeners have the most beautiful day. I had a most amazing time. I loved it. Thank you. Thank you. Thank (laughs) Thank you. you. Thank you for doing this. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.